Hey, mamas, welcome back to the show. I am super pumped for today's episode because I am getting to speak about one of my favorite things that I love to do with my family that's escape rooms and how our faith journey is like an escape room. So I hope that you are ready. Just fair warning, this episode might be a little longer than my other ones because God just gave me so much to tell you about this. So get ready. Here we go. Hey, mamas. You're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a faith-driven show for moms on the merry-go-round of motherhood. I'm Melissa Lelihan, your host. I'm a mom, educator, entrepreneur, coach, and trainer. I have spent the last 25 years being a mom, and believe me, I have been through it all. The one constant in my journey has definitely been Jesus. So I'm on a mission to help other moms stop feeling overwhelmed, overcommitted, and all alone. I believe that when you center your motherhood journey in your identity in Christ, build community with other moms, and let go of societal norms that can get in the way, you will experience the abundant life that we are promised Christ's grace and love. If you are ready to get unfiltered, unhinged, and unapologetically authentic, then you have come to the right place. Pull up a seat, grab a cozy blanket, and maybe even a cup of tea, because we are jumping off this merry-go-round with hearts open and hands up. Let's go. Okay, let's get this show on the road. I am over the moon. I don't even think that describes my excitement on this topic today. I love escape rooms. They are hands down one of my favorite activities to do with my friends and family. If you want to go to an escape room and you need somebody to go with you, I will always volunteer to go. I love escape rooms. And since I decided to start a podcast, I have known in my heart that I was going to do an episode that combined escape rooms with faith. I just wasn't sure how those two were going to mesh together. And then this morning I was talking to a friend and I got off the phone with her and I thought, yep, I am ready to write that episode. So as always, I have an anchoring verse for today. So as I take you on my interpretation of how our faith journey is like an escape room, I want to start with John 10.10. And that says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So as we dive in, you might be asking yourself, What is an escape room, Melissa? I have no idea. So if you have no idea, let me explain to you the basics of an escape room. An escape room is a game where a group of people come together to discover and solve puzzles and challenges that require no outside knowledge to accomplish the goal. And the goal, which is to escape the room, needs to be done within a set amount of time. Now, my experience... I have never seen an escape room give you more than 60 minutes unless they're really friendly and they'll let you stay in a little longer. But typically you have about 60 minutes to solve all of the puzzles and clues and reach your end destination. Okay, so that is the the basics of an escape room. 
They tell you you're locked in the room, but please know you are never, or I at least never experienced where you actually are locked in. Usually you can get out. There's an emergency exit. You can get out if you have any issues at all. They are not scary because I don't do scary things. Well, I think there are some out there that are scary, but I choose to do the non-scary ones. Okay, a couple of things I want you to know before we dive into how our faith journey is like an escape room. There are a couple of things you need to know. First, escape rooms can be either linear or non-linear. So a linear room is where everything goes step by step. So you solve one puzzle to get the clue to the next puzzle, to get the clue to the next puzzle, and so on and so on. So you can't move forward until you've solved one puzzle, okay? The second type of escape room is non-linear. Non-linear rooms mean that everybody can be working on different puzzles at the same time and that all of that information and everything you have will eventually get you to the end. Now, most rooms do have some sort of linear in them because there needs to be something to get you going. There's usually one starting place you need to start. We've had it where we've been um, uh, handcuffed to like a, to like a, pole and everybody has to get out of the handcuff before you can move to the next one. So there are sometimes there are linear things. I know that sounded horrible. It wasn't very scary. There's been ones where you had to like open a particular lock before you could move on. Now, why I tell you that? Because our faith walk and our faith journey is not always linear. We would like it to be. Wouldn't it be great if our faith journey was linear? We did one thing. God said, here you go. We did another. God said, here you go. And you just kind of went along. That would be amazing. But our faith journey is non-linear. Jesus gives us challenges and trials and peaks and valleys and seasons and all of these things so that we will more dependently depend on him, right? So our faith journey is non-linear. Now, there's also a game master. Every escape room has a game master. Their job is to tell you at the beginning of the time in your room what your goal is, give you a little bit of the backstory, and then they go watch you, which I know might sound creepy, but just hang in there with me. They watch from a TV screen so they can see what you're doing. They can see the puzzles you're opening. If at any time you need a clue, they can kind of know what you've already tried or already done so they can give you a clue so that then you can keep moving forward and get to the end result, which is to escape the room. Our game master is Jesus, right? Our game master is Jesus. God is our game master. He is watching us from above. He is giving us options, right? We have free will. We have we have free will to make choices. But God is saying, if you trust in me, I will get you through this game. I will get you through life. Rely on me and I will help you. Okay, so with knowing those two basic things, you need to know that escape rooms are linear and nonlinear and that there's a game master. Now, let's see how this correlates to our faith journey. So the first thing, I'm gonna go through four things of how I personally think our faith journey is like an escape room. First is a theme. When you pick an escape room to do, you have options of themes. There are all sorts of themes out there. We have done a dollhouse theme. That was a little creepy. We've done pirate ships. We've done treasure hunting. 
We've done a speakeasy one, which was super fun. We've done an 80s theme. Um, we have done what I mean, we have done so many escape rooms online. We've did an actual a gold treasure one online. Um, my husband and I did one up in Big Bear that was a like ski resort that had been snowed in. So there's all sorts of different themes that you can choose from. So we usually choose one that sounds exciting. That sounds like, hey, this is the next cool thing that we wanna do. Something resonates with us to choose our escape room based on theme, okay? We do that in life, right? How many of you make choices based on what you see on social media or based on what your friends are doing or based on what your circumstances are? But God says, I need to be your theme. Choose me as your theme. Choose me as your theme. Trust me. Did you know that trust is mentioned in the Bible 191 times? It must be really important to God for him to say it 191 times. When it comes to the theme of our faith journey, the theme is Jesus. The theme is God. No matter what choices you have to make, we should always be looking to God right? That is our theme. The second thing that happens in escape rooms is jobs. Okay, so when you first go to an escape room, the very first time you go, I remember the first time we went, we were a little overwhelmed. We had no idea what to expect. We, like I told you, our first one was a linear, our linear puzzle. We really weren't quite sure. And as me and my family, so my husband and my three boys, have gotten to do more escape rooms, we've gotten more comfortable with the puzzles, and we kind of know what we're good at. So my oldest and my youngest are really good at the really detailed puzzles where you have to maybe like do like figure out the number, or figure out the math, or figure out where you saw another clue. My middle one is really good at visual puzzles. So anything that you need to see, if you need to step back and look at everything, right? I'm really good at the clue gatherer. So I'll be like, hey, you guys, I see this over here. I think it means something for this. And I'm always reminding them, here's a tip for you that are gonna do escape rooms. The clue is usually close to whatever you have to figure out. So when my kids start moving things across the room, like, no, put that back. Where did you find it? Leave it right there. We probably need that if it's there. So you start to get your job. You start to figure out what you're good at, right? And in our faith walk, that's like our calling. God gives us gifts. We all have gifts. And those gifts lead to a calling. Now, I... Even two months ago, if you had asked me, if you could do anything, Melissa, what would you do? I would say I would go back into ministry. I love women. I love moms. And I really want to be in ministry. And then it dawned on me one day, I don't have to work at a church to be in ministry. God calls me to serve women and moms through my podcast, through the mom squad, through the, the opportunities that I have on my website. I feel my calling is to serve moms to live their best life. That's my job, right? That's my heavenly called job. Now, sometimes when we go to escape rooms, we invite friends. So I have a couple of friends that <laughs> we are very competitive for one. And if they're listening to this, they will attest to it. Super competitive. So when we are planning to go to an escape room, we literally have a conversation about who we're going to invite. Because we're like, we need to get out. We need to make sure we escape the room. Who are we going to invite, right? So think about in our faith journey, 
those people that we invite along with us to help us in our calling. I know for me in this space right now, in this new journey that I'm doing, I have three people that God has put on my heart that are helping me. I have one person who's just praying for me. I have one person who is a think partner for me. And I have one person who's kind of like my catch-all. Like I run everything. I ask for prayer. I talk through ideas. I'm like, you're going to be on my podcast. Like, Like God has put people in my path, in my journey to help me with my calling. Now, we might not always see that. But if you're leaning into God's will and you're leaning into what he wants for you, Oh, man, your calling can be so fun and so freeing. I don't think when I sit down to write a podcast episode, this is so much work. It is a joy for me to do it. And here's what Romans 8.28 says. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So what is the calling in your life? I will do a whole entire episode I have planned about your calling as a mom and when did you stop dreaming about the things you wanted to do. But I want I want you to think of this. Ask yourself, what brings me joy and what would I do without any recognition or pay? When I was thinking about starting this podcast or just starting something, my purpose work, I was like, what brings me joy? What am I good at? I know I'm good at speaking. I know that I'm really organized. I know that I have a heart for moms and that I have a story to tell and that I can impact somebody if just one person is impacted by my story. I feel like I've done my job. And I would do this without any recognition or pay. I love that you guys are doing reviews and I so appreciate that and that helps get my podcast out there and the word out there and that you're inviting people to the Facebook group and that gets more moms out there so that we can impact more people. But it's not about me, right? This is about what God has asked me to do. And I'm just going with the flow. Like this episode came to me this morning and last night I was so stressed. I told my husband, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I need to do something. So what is it? Recognition or pay? Oh, I also want to say my husband's job in the escape rooms is to sit back and chill. So my husband will say, you guys go do all that heavy lifting work. My husband is a, um, is a he takes it all in. Like he's very much a process person. He takes it all in, he processes all of it, and then he arrives at whatever he's gonna say or do. In almost every single room we have done, I would say 95% of the rooms that we have done, He has figured out the final clue before we have even gotten there. Funny story, our very first escape room, which was linear, you had to solve all these puzzles to get to the end. He kept saying, I think this is the answer. I think this is the answer. And we're all like, Dennis, chill. Just chill over there. Like, we got this. We don't need you. And he was like, no, no, I think this is it. And then finally, he's just like, whatever. And literally, that was it. That was it. So his job is to sit back. You need those people too that are going to sit back and just go along for the ride with you, right? So really the jobs. That is the second one. And how you're called into your ministry. The third one is the puzzles. So obviously an escape room is about puzzles. There are all sorts of different puzzles. There are word puzzles. 
there are number puzzles, there are key locks. So some locks are word locks that so will open it. You gotta solve a word puzzle to get the word into the lock, to pop it open, to get the key or get the next clue or whatever it is. Number puzzles, different types of keys. We've seen all sorts of different keys. Visual puzzles, we've seen where you had to take pillows off a couch and arrange them in a certain order that gave you a pattern. Directional locks, those those confuse me, those frustrate me, I ain't gonna lie, those directional locks, man, it's like up, down, left, right, and then when they're matched with colors or numbers, my gosh, my head starts spinning. There's magnetic puzzles. I think those are probably my favorite, where you have to use a magnet of some sort to to drive this little magnet underneath that either gets the key out or you're, uh, you're dragging a ball out of something. We've even had where we've started in two separate rooms and we've had to solve the puzzle to get the other two into our room. So we've had the clues and the puzzles. We have to give them the answers. They had to put it on their side of the room to open the door to get it. Okay, so so we've seen all sorts of puzzles. <laughs> we And the more puzzles we do, we're like, oh, this is like that puzzle. And the more you go to the same place, if they rotate out their rooms, the more you kind of catch on to what their, their themes are that they use in their puzzles. So on our faith journey, wow, we have different experiences, different life lessons, different trials, right? Some are easier, some are harder, and then there's definitely these different seasons in life. You know, if our life, if our journey with Jesus was linear, nothing exciting would ever happen, right? But because we have a non-linear journey with Jesus, we have all these different experiences, and sometimes I get frustrated with the puzzles. Ugh, can't get the puzzle open. I can't get the puzzle open. I can't figure it out. I can't get the lock open. Ugh, super frustrated, right? You really learn what somebody is made of when you do an escape room. I'll just, I'll just tell you. You have a whole new appreciation for your family and friends when you do an escape room with them. You know who's calm under pressure, right? Think of that as your faith journey. Sometimes we just need to be calm under pressure and we need to wait, we need to just wait on God and just say, I am here, Lord. I am waiting. It's okay to put things aside to say, I am waiting till I know. Now, the great thing about escape rooms is there's this game master who will give you clues. So our family rule is we have to all agree that we want a clue. So it's usually me, the first one going, I want the clue. I want the clue because I want to hurry up and solve that room. And then my kids are like, we don't need the clue, mom. We don't need the clue. We can figure this out. And then we get into this like bickering. And then finally, when you're fully exhausted and you're like, ah, can't do it anymore. You're like, game master, I need the clue. <laughs> if that is not like your faith journey, I, I, you need to hit me up. Because seriously, how many of you have not had a time in your life when you have just fell to your knees and said, I am exhausted. I cannot do anything else. And has just surrendered to God and said, Lord, I just surrender to you. I have had many, many times that I have done that and just surrendered to God and said, oh, Lord, I cannot do this. I can't. I need you. Right? Take the clues from God. Let him hear you. He sends people into our lives. He's given us the Holy Spirit to intercede, right? Maybe 
your clue is that you've heard something in a service. Maybe you reading a book and something resonates. Maybe you're like me and God slaps you upside the head and is like, hello, wake up. This is your purpose. This is what you're supposed to be doing. And you have hindsight like me and you're like, oh, duh, right? Like there are clues out there. There are clues out there for you. Also with the puzzles, sometimes there's tools. So sometimes in an escape room, you get certain tools to figure out the puzzles. Some of those things we've had are black lights. You know, those, um, the little flashlights that when you turn the lights off, then it's written in like invisible ink and you use the light and it shines the words on there. We've had 3D glasses. We've had a spyglass, like the telescoping one where you had to look at something. Once we had to take a telescoping lens, stand our backs against the wall, open that and look through a tiny pinhole through a door and the clue was actually outside of the room, but we had to figure out that we had to line it up. Uh, we've had shields. I think that was one of my favorites. We did one room that was like uh, different levels and it was a, it was like a medieval times themed room and we actually had shields that we had released through these other clues and the laser banked off of each of the shields to then hit a certain thing that opened another door. Okay, how crazy was that? Because we all had to have steady hands and we had to wait for that light to hit the exact space. And you can imagine, if you know my family, we're all yelling at each other, hold it right, hold it right, blah, right? But like, and my husband, super cool, calm, cucumber over there is like, just line up the thing. Like he's super calm in all of these. I wish I had his calmness. But he also carries the spiritual gift of discernment. So <laughs> there's that. Okay, so our tool, you guys, it's the Bible. It's God's word. It's written in the Bible. No matter whatever Bible you use, no matter what you believe, you have a Bible or something that is God's word for you. Those are our tools for life, the Bible or our friends or our community. Sometimes in the puzzles, there's what we call a red herring. And a red herring is really used to throw you off track, to sideline you. And you're, oh, now that I know red herrings exist, and I didn't even know what that word was before I started escape rooms, I'll be like, is this a red herring? Maybe we don't need this. So then I'm freaking myself out. Like, is this a clue I need? Is it a clue I don't need? I don't really know. Okay, back to the faith journey. Literally, is that how we are with God? Is this God telling me what to do? Is this God not telling me what to do? How do I know that this is from God? How do I know this is really what I'm supposed to be doing? And we wrestle with ourselves, right? And we wrestle and we wrestle and we wrestle. Or we're suffering and we know like God is testing us. Why is he testing us to throw us off track? No, God tests us because he knows that when we have suffering, suffering produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character is hope, right? It says that in Romans 5, verse 3 and 4. We know that perseverance builds character and character is what gives hope, right? So when we have a red herring, when something throws you off track, what do you do? When you have those difficult puzzles in your life and you've got no tools, you feel like the tool you have is not good. You feel like you are far away from God or God has forgotten you or God doesn't know you're there, right? What do you do? What do you do? You reach out. You go to the game master. Game master, I need a clue. I need a clue. And clue, your clue is surrender. You surrender, right? So the theme there's jobs, there's puzzles that include clues, tools, and sometimes a red herring. And the fourth 
is that sometimes you escape and sometimes you don't. <laughs> At the end of the 60 minutes, you either get out of the escape room or you don't. And if you don't, the game master comes in and tells you what you needed to do in order to get there. And this is where my husband always comes in so super handy because he always figures out the last clue. And then we're like, oh, good. Thank goodness Dennis was here, right? But think about the feeling I feel when we finally get out of an escape room. I am one super pumped. That's why doing two back to back, I love them. I'm always super jazzed. That endorphin is whatever, whatever it's called, that whatever in your body. Uh, endorphins are going and I am like super pumped and I'm like let's go let's go we just did an escape room oh my gosh that puzzle that puzzle that puzzle I am super hyped I equate it to when I just heard a really good message or when I've read something in my quiet time with God and I'm like oh my gosh I have a light at the end of the tunnel I see I know I have clarity on whatever I've been asking God for it's there but there are also times when we haven't gotten out of our escape rooms, right? There are probably been a couple that we haven't gotten out of and we kind of be like, whatever, that puzzle was lame why we didn't get out. Like we should have got out if we had blah, 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 or if they had blah, blah, blah. And we start to blame the game master and we start to blame the people who made the game and this place is lame. We're not coming back here. They're not getting a good Yelp review. We didn't get out. Oh my gosh, do we do that in our faith journey? Yeah. When God doesn't answer us like we think he should, when God doesn't give us what we think he should give us, we're the first to say, whatever, God, I don't believe in you. Whatever. But here's the thing. God calls us to wait. God calls us to love. Sometimes we have to wait. And what do you do in that waiting? You lean into God, right? He has a plan and a purpose for you. You're Faith journey is non-linear. It is going to have ups and downs and hills and valleys. And the way we get through that is through relationship. And trials always help us in the end because we can look back and say, that wasn't so bad. So for me, getting divorced, that sucked. That sucked. I ain't going to lie. It sucked. When I got married, I thought I was going to be married forever. I envisioned my 50th wedding anniversary and my children growing up and all of these dreams and aspirations that I had. And when I got divorced, I was like, that sucks, God. That sucks. But you know what? There was a plan within that, right? So whatever you believe about divorce or not divorce, this is not that type of show. This is about everybody loves everybody, regardless of what we bring to the table, right? Because we are called to love, love everybody. But there was something in that that God wanted me to use that took me a while to figure out. And then I figured out, oh, I had a lot of people who then got divorced later who were like, how did you get through that? And I was able to share that. If I had just shut God out and just said, forget it, God, you didn't make my life the way that I wanted it. I am no longer going to do anything you say. I'm no longer going to look to you. No, no. I was like, okay, what am I supposed to learn in this moment? Get over how bad I feel. Get over, like, go to God and heal through what I needed to heal through. But character is what produces, right? That suffering produced character. I always tell my kids, your feelings are your feelings and your feelings are valid and you're allowed to have them. It's what you do with those feelings 
that creates your character. And I would rather have kids who have amazing character and hearts for the Lord than anything else, right? So when sometimes you don't get out of that escape room, that 60 minutes has gone and you are still there, I want you to remember this. Psalm 105, 100 verse 5 says this, For the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. I just want you to remember that. For the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Isn't that good news? That is good news. So whether you're in your faith walk right now and you feel like you've chosen the wrong theme, you're not quite sure what your job is, you are overwhelmed by the puzzles and you need to reach out for a clue or a tool, or you're ready to escape or not escape, I want to close with this for you. Maybe you've never been invited to an escape room, meaning you've never been invited to ask Jesus into your heart. And if so, then I am here to invite you to do that. Maybe you have been invited to a relationship with Jesus, but you're stuck. You're stuck in the puzzles and the trials, and you just need a person to come alongside you and give you a clue. (laughs) Maybe you're not, you just don't know how to surrender to God yet. Well, we are here for you for that. We have an opportunity to pray for you, through my website, you can ask for prayer. And mentor moms, if you need a mentor mom, we are working on that. But if you need somebody now that can come alongside you, reach out to me and I will get that for you. Maybe you just finished your first escape room and you got out. <laughs> and you're like, I know that I have entered the season of life to help other people. Maybe you are like me when I got divorced 20 years ago and you're like, there's something God's going to use this situation for, for the good and the glory for him. And you want to share that with somebody and you want to tell people your story because you know it's going to help somebody else. Not because of what it's going to do for you, because you know that it's going to glorify God and help somebody else. Then I want to invite you to go to the website, which is linked in my show notes, and request to be interviewed on my podcast. Here's what I want you to also remember. God is creating new escape rooms for us all the time. (laughs) New seasons of life, new themes, new callings, new puzzles, new clues, new tools, new red herrings to throw us off, But he is always going to put us first. And he is always going to help us if we just lean into it. So remember, we are all in this together. I want you to get out there, hands up, hearts open, and be blessed. Until next time, mamas, have a great one. Hey, mamas, did you love that episode? If so, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing about what resonated with you and how you're going to show up in the world as a God-centered mom. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Mom Squad and join our Mom Squad Facebook group, linked in the show notes. 
Lastly, feel free to share this episode with other moms who need to hear this message. And don't forget to tag me on your social media platforms at melissa.wheelahan. Till next time, God bless.